Good Monday afternoon to you, family. This is Chris. You're listening to Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. I hope this message finds you doing well. I hope you'll join us today as we're doing lunchtime devotionals. And we're talking about standing in the gap, what it means for our daily life. And I hope you will join us for this fantastic discussion. Let's uh, go to God for a word of prayer. Father God, we thank you for another amazing and awesome day that is before us. I say it's awesome because you're awesome. I say it's awesome because your greatness is unsearchable. I say it, say it's awesome because you are the God that loves us because you love us, that you do have a plan and a purpose for each of our lives. I thank you, oh God, for being the God that is a banner over us. And I just take the time to stir up in our spirits and to remember all that you are doing and have done and are consistently doing us for us right now. We just stand present in that moment to remember that. Give us strength. We cast every single care, every single issue that we are facing today before you with the attitude with the mindset that you are the God that does exactly what you'll do, that you cannot lie, that you are always for us, for us, for us. And we just trust you all the more. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. How y'all doing today? I hope y'all had a great weekend. Like I said, we're going to talk about standing in the gap. And our scripture that we're looking at today, if you'll turn with me, if you will, is Ezekiel 22:30. It says, I look for someone among them who would build up the well and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land so I would not have to destroy it. But I found no one. And that's Ezekiel 22, 30, the New International Version. The historical context of this scripture comes from Ezekiel 22 where it summarizes the sins and the abuses of the nation is what the prophet is summarizing and as punishment for Israel's sins God says he will disperse them among the nations the gap represents Jerusalem the concept though of standing in the gap can be seen if you will previous centuries before if we look at the lives of uh, Moses actions that were like I said centuries before you know the stoning of Stephen and Paul that stand the people that represented standing in the gap for the situations that were being experienced at that time and the last person I mentioned was Paul Apostle Paul understood the power of standing in the gap he implored his friends in Rome to pray for him. If we'll remember Romans 15 30 says, I urge you brothers and sisters by our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the spirit to join me in my struggle by praying to God for me. Also, when he wrote to the church in Ephesus, he said, pray also for me that whenever I speak words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am the ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. And that was Ephesians 6, 19 through 20. The first point that I want to bring up today uh, in uh, our discussion of lunchtime Bible study is noting prayer. Prayer is used approximately 127 times in the New Testament. 
The Greek word for prayer is prosuke. Pros is a preposition that means toward. It carries the meaning of close, upfront, intimate contact with someone else. The remaining usuke. It's an old Greek word that describes a wish, a desire, a prayer, a vow. If we think about that in present terms, you can think about the vows, the promises, for example, in long-term relationships or marriage ceremonies, if you will. If we look in the, the Old Testament, you'll remember vows that were made in the story we did in the previous podcast. Uh, Hannah and Elkanah, when Hannah prayed to, to God for a child and vowed that if God would give her this child, she would give the child back to, to God. That was Samuel that she was speaking of. The struggle part that's referenced in Romans 15 30 it means to struggle in the company of to be a partner an assistant strive together with the root word means to endeavor to accomplish something fight labor fervently strive while I've given you the definitions of the word you know what does that mean in the present tense stand in the gap I'm so glad you asked here's what it means think about it this way when we say stand in the gap, what, what does that mean for our lives? I think before I give you the full definition, it'd be probably easier to, to share a present example. Forgive me for being all over my notes. So in present example, here's an example of standing in the gap. I was reading this devotional by Sharon Janes, and she was talking about the experience of she was getting ready to lead a Bible study group. And she had all these doubts, uh, thoughts of self-doubt. You know, can I really go to the podium tonight and give this Bible study? Who, you know, who do I think I am? Are these these people even going to listen to me? And she was, you know, having these conversations within herself. And she was also, you know, touching up her makeup in the in the uh, bathroom. And when her friend Mary contacted her and told her, I just wanted you to know that, you know, God told me, to contact you to tell you that I'm praying for you because you've been you know your name has been coming up in my spirit now that's a present example of that in, in at least in the author's experience in my own life I can think about um uh, talking with a friend of mine, uh, Pastor Tom, that used to talk with us when I worked in ministry in Florida about how one of his practices was at night before he laid down to rest he would list all these people's names and pray for them or think about the concept you know many of us uh, have had the experience i know with ignite movement and other ministries or just people that gather together have had prayer groups and prayer lines or just when you and your friends i've heard friends they get together and pray or you know for people that are in long-term relationships or, or married couples whomever you may be people get together to pray and stand in the gap if you will and what that means when we're you know agreeing to pray for someone or you know this person comes across you know our mind virtually physically wherever we may be whether it's someone it's something or a nation it's important to note that it is not a platitude it is not something that we just you know a nicety if you will or we're just gonna pat you on the back and and that's why i always tell you in these podcasts or in life in general uh it's so so much deeper than to just say we're praying for you and walk away it really is 
Because what we are really saying is that we, me, you, us, are agreeing to put on armor, if you will, heading to the front of the lines of battle on their behalf. Think about it this way, because I love history. But if you think about the concept of history and soldiers and armies and shields many ancient shields had brackets that were attached to the sides these brackets were a type of latch that soldiers used to lock their shields together during battle when locked together the soldiers moved as one forming a barricade against the enemy alone the shield was a small defense yet hooked together they were a human wall and i want you to just take a moment take a breath and think about what i just said i'm gonna say it again oh these many ancient shields had brackets attached to the sides the brackets were a latch that the soldiers used to lock their shields together during battle and when locked together the soldiers moved as one forming a barricade against the enemy along the alone the shield was a small defense hooked together they were a human wall so imagine a group of people a group of friends or not or just you what you're doing what the act of what you're doing is locking together to form a shield with your words think about it this way think think about that because all of these examples that I was giving you when I was telling you about the writer, when I was telling you about Pastor Tom or my own experiences or the idea of prayer groups or people that get together, whoever they may be. When we lock arms in prayer, what we're doing is uniting our shields together, forming a strong wall of defense. We are locking and uniting our shields of faith through words and marching into battles together the battle can be whatever that person might be facing whatever the experience or situation may be when we think of what this means in the context of a scripture for today when i was telling you ezekiel 22 30 you gotta go up and make sure i said that right yes ezekiel uh 22 30 the first line that's important <clears throat> write this down i looked for someone how is that relevant to what we were talking about? Here's how it is relevant. If you notice the phrase, I look for someone. If we think about that in the context of presently right now, and it's 1.06 p.m. right now, in present tense of where we are right now, what does that concept, I look for someone, means? It means you, me, us, are the someones in daily life that could stand in the gap for others. Your words point to yourself your words the words that come out of your mouth are shaping other people's lives every single day every moment or as LaDawn Edwins uh says a millisecond to millisecond she's the one that taught me though that word millisecond to millisecond every day every moment we can speak life into other souls or we can pull the life right out of them what will you be doing with your words? How will you be using your words? We're talking about standing in the gap in prayer and what it means when we use our words to uplift our siblings that are represented in the body of the nation. How are we using those words? 
I encourage you to think about that this week. Think about that this moment because our words are shaping other people's lives. We've talked about it before, about how our words are in atmospheres all around, all the things that we've said, however you want to rate the things that you said, their very level of spectrum, good, bad, indifferent, uncertain, negative, whatever. Our words shape other people's lives every single day, every single moment, millisecond to millisecond. We have the ability, we have the power to speak life into other souls. And how are we doing that? So when we're talking about today and standing in the gap, I want you to think about your words. I'm more so, is there anyone or a situation that comes across your mind, comes across your spirit, comes across your heart that you might want to pray for someone or something? We can also ask Abba for the name of whomever we can pray for. And we can also let other people know that we're standing in the gap with them. I mean, in that article, the author talked about how it was so encouraging to her to know that her friend Mary was praying for her she you know said after the call she she was trying to imagine how it happened for her friend mary that a person is stirring you know making their dinner and then you know alba brings <clears throat> sharon's name up and she's like oh you know alba should i wait until after dinner you know can it wait and sometimes i think in our in our times with alba when he just talks with us or she talks however you you know whatever your interpretation of uh of uh, alba is how it comes it's, you know, sometimes it's, it's those experiences where they're, where you cannot just keep going with what you're, what you're doing. It's that person, that situation, that thing is so ever present and what, and how wonderful it is to act on that and pray for the person. You know, sometimes it might be people that you don't know, or you don't know that you, you've yet to meet. So you may not always be able to contact them and tell them that you're, you're praying for them. But if you can do that, be, be so kind as to do that. That's encouraging people. That lets people know that they're being thought of, that they're not in this life alone. Because I think one of the, the biggest lies uh, that we all are, are uh, face in our life is that we're alone, that they're not others that are in battle with us. They're not others that are facing the things that we face. And how encouraging is it to know that there's someone else that is standing in the gap praying with and for you and think about what that means because that's important to, to, to not take that responsibility lightly or not take that not i don't even want to say responsibility not take that action lightly you're going to the front and I, I really love that illustration that i read about soldiers in battle because you can literally see how their lines of people whether it's two people five people ten people or or a thousand people however it is that you line together and with your words you can encourage and uplift other people. The power of agreement, the power of united prayer, the power of one group of people believing in an answer that Abba will provide for the situation. That's really encouraging. And I hope that that encourages your mind. I hope that encourages your spirit and soul today. Feel free to reach out to the podcast and let us know your experiences on that. 
who are you praying for? Are there other, are there situations or people that we at Encouraging Your Spirit can pray for as well? Please be so kind as to let us know. Encouraging Your Spirit Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for being a part of our ever-growing listening family. You have a fantastic week. I love you. And you'll never change it. Tune in next time. Peace.